That was our children, Clayton and Callie. And Sackett. And Sackett Breathing. (laughs) We will talk more about him in just a minute. Hello and welcome to Explicitly Us. Whether you're young, old, single or married, this podcast is for you. Lighthearted, family friendly and full of laughs. It is guaranteed to put a smile on your face. So get on the treadmill or get another slice of cake, but just get ready because here they are. Live at the time of this recording, all the way from Table 19, your pizza's ready studio, here are your hosts, Andy and Trista. I think it's safe to say that our dog Sackett is a mouth breather. (laughs) Bless. He doesn't know how to breathe through his nose. But we love him still. I used to be a pretty heavy mouth breather in my sleep. Do I still breathe heavy in my sleep? Mm, Not so much, no. I wouldn't know. I also used to snore. Do I I snore? Um, Every so often, but not like you used to, no. I've often wondered, you don't snore. I don't know what changes to make you snore sometimes, but not all the time. It could be my sleeping position. It could be the weather. It could be whether or not. But you used to snore no matter what position you were laying in. Uh, could have been I was fatter then. Er. Maybe. I don't know. Could be a lot of things. It could be the way that I, I breathed. And, and now as my body is maturing and getting more at more unhealthy just my habits of breathing are changing you know where you used to breathe through your nose more at night maybe i'm breathing through my mouth more less of a nasally breathing i have been going to the occasional lamaze class (laughs) is that the breathing class for labor yeah (laughs) that's what i thought just making sure i got the name right (laughs) so that was Clayton Kelly playing. Oh, what's the name of that song? Uh, something una Sola. vez, sola me sola. una vez. I think sola me una, sola me una, sola una vez or sola me una vez. Mm. Sola vez, I think. Sola vez. Look it up, Andre Bocelli. You see how the name the the name rolls off my tongue, Andre Bocelli. Una sola vez. Unas. What does that mean? I don't know. One. Only. Only. Only one. Way. Only one kiss. (laughs) Beso is kiss. No, that's. No. Jave. No, that's keys. That's keys. <laughs> that's keys. <laughs> is keys. <laughs> Beso is kiss. Beso. Funny story. <laughs> time. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Only a time. Something like that. Um, I used to work with this. He's still a friend of mine, but he's a Mexican man. And uh, he was learning English, and I was endeavoring to learn Spanish with him, learning English. And I remember one day at lunch, we were at work, and <laughs> we actually were at out for lunch during work hours. We were at White Castle. I remember exactly where we were. And he said, uh, Andres, I, n- I need to ask you a question. 
And I said, okay. He said, I need to, I'm trying to understand this word, these two words. And he said, when you kiss, kiss someone, like, and then he kissed his hands. When you kiss someone, what's the difference between that kiss and like your car kiss? <laughs> what's the difference between the kind of kiss and the car kiss? <laughs> I busted out laughing. And I know you're not supposed to laugh at people when they're learning, but I laughed so hard. And then when I told him, he laughed too. And we both laughed together. And it was hilarious. So now every time I hear somebody say kiss. Like, apparently now I think the word kiss is Javis. Yeah, now because <laughs> I told you the story. Javis in, in Spanish is key, keys. Keys, keys <laughs> car keys, Javis, or house keys, Javis. Not keys. <laughs> Give me a keys. Uh, so the kids. Una sola vez. Una sola vez. Learning those instruments that you heard there were two different instruments. One of them was a cuatro. It's a guitar, um, Puerto Rican instrument, um, invented and made in Puerto Rico. And our, let's see, all four of our children are learning that instrument. And then our daughter, Callie, is also learning the piano. Um, I don't know how the progression... Well, let's come back to Callie on the piano. And then Clayton is learning... The guitar, the regular classical guitar. And he's who you heard playing uh, with Callie on that. They were practicing a song together. So they take quattro classes and guitar classes from the same instructor. Clayton has just started a couple of months ago. I want to say two, maybe two months ago, learning the guitar. Yeah. Was and it before or after Christmas? I don't remember. It might have been before. So maybe, or let's say within the past four months, he started learning. And since the instructor teaches both, you know, Clayton has cuatro time and then he has a guitar time in the same hour. And so since we all live in the same house here, their instructor told them to learn this particular song, which is a song that they've both learned on the cuatro. But now they, he wanted Clayton to be able to play the accompaniment on the um, classic guitar. So they learned it. And I don't know. I feel like I should be very, very impressed with what they're doing. I feel like they're doing exceptional. How do you feel about it? Well, they've been playing the quattro for a long time. And when I say long, I mean three years, maybe? Two to three years. And but there, but it was a completely new. There was there has been some hiccups. They've never the, done an instrument before. That was mm-hmm. their first instrument musical experience. Right. But it hasn't necessarily been extremely. It's, there's somewhat hit and miss with lessons. But that's because of the virus. Um, the virus before that, you know, Tra- we did travel got the hurricane. Too. You got traveling. The instructor has to travel in, mm-hmm. and so you know various lot, things. It can happen with that. Our dogs are barking. I'm sorry. Our dog is barking. I'm sorry. Before we started the podcast, we heard some kids yelling. And I said, Trista, can you tell our kids to be quiet or go inside or something like that? And she said, said, tell the kids. Yeah. Tell tell the kids to be quiet. She's like, those aren't our kids. That's not our children. And I said, like I said, (laughs) go tell the kids to be quiet. 
<laughs> I think there's a dog out there that's bothering him. Probably. I'm sorry, guys, if it, it's bothering you. But, hey, it's explicitly us. Um, so they've been taking these lessons and several recitals they've gone through. And I feel like they're, they're doing really well, um, especially with Clayton learning the guitar. Um, I was just, you know, that music we were just playing, I was watching a video of it and watching his right hand just, it's just very, very um, fluid. And I think he's a natural um, musician. Um, Callie as well is a natural musician. I think the natural musician, is that even a thing? I don't know. I think they're, they're given to it. Yeah. Some people are more gifted musically than others, mm -hmm. clearly. Some are able to learn. So I've been happy with them. Oliver and AJ, Oliver's doing good, but he had, he was started out really slow. Yeah, his was kind of, um, he was young. He was very young when he started, same with AJ. So I think maturity had to happen Mm -hmm. for a little while. AJ's kind of still there in the maturing process. And and, And neither, Oliver's doing good. He, let's put it this way. Oliver's doing much better. He's progressing at a better rate now than when he first started for the first year or two. He's progressing. He's able to memorize the music, mm-hmm. you know, AJ before, is not, not so much. AJ's not. He, AJ's doing fine, but he's not progressing as much. Right. Um, I'm impressed with Callie learning the piano. Now, she en- she enjoys the piano is the difference. I don't know that any of them would say that they enjoy the quattro. Mm-hmm. Clayton doesn't enjoy anything. But it's been, they all do well with it. They all do well. Know? So us pushing them to do that, you know, doesn't seem like a bad thing. If they were like horrible at it, if it just well, obviously was not a gift of theirs, a talent, then that's one thing. But. No, that's not the so, case. But she loves piano. Like that's Yeah, she does. That's where her She loves heart piano. Is. Clayton I feel like Clayton enjoys playing the music. He enjoys hearing the music. Enjoys the challenge. He does not He's not a performer. He's not a performer at all. He's more like me. He doesn't want to even if just his instructor makes mm-hmm. him nervous. Yep. As um, he's been with this instructor for years. They, he doesn't like to take class, not because of the time, but because, like you he said. He just gets nervous, yeah. He gets very nervous. And it was two years in, until I told the instructor that. And when I told him, he just put his hand on his head. He said, oh, my goodness. He said, if I would have known that, I would have approached very differently. You know, I guess he tries to adapt for each kid and build their confidence where needed, things like that. And... uh I don't know, because of that, he's, he's still progressing Clayton at a good clip. But sometimes you might slow a kid down because you you take off some pressure. And I feel like Clayton responds very, very well to pressure. He does. And it's good for kids to learn to work through, you know, those insecurities, mm-hmm. the nerves, all of that, especially at a young age. Because if they're prone to that, it doesn't get easier the more that they have to put themselves out there as they get older. And all of God's people said, <laughs> amen. And so I can relate to that. Yeah. But and it's good for him. Right. And and also with delivering what has been asked of you, 
by a um, instructor, by a boss, by an authority. When somebody asks you to do something, how do you respond to that? So all of this conversation leads me to the topic and conversation of kids in, in music. Now, we could take this the direction of kids in sports, um, kids in music, kids in shop, kids in uh, extracurricular learning outside of conventional school. And I, and I do believe that sports are a type of learning. They're learning a lot of life skills there. So, Trista, we may disagree on this subject, so I'm going to ask you and let you say your bit, and then I'll see if I disagree. Do you think kids should be forced to learn an instrument? I'm pretty sure I just I already gave my opinion on this. But every, Okay, so re, re-clarify. Well, you know my thoughts and feelings towards it. I don't. Because... I will say I do. I know but, why you're bringing this up. But everybody else doesn't, so... So... My sister plays the piano. She's played the piano since she was very young. She enjoyed playing the piano. She enjoyed performing. I did not. Mm-hmm. I took lessons um, when I was very young. I My mother would remember the age. I do not. Very young, like somewhere between six and eight, maybe. Um, and I got six weeks in, and... I just didn't want to do it. <laughs> I, the same thing that Clay struggles with, I always struggled with. Yep. And so my mom let me quit. And Andy, that drives Andy crazy. That my mom let me quit. Her mom? And let her? Didn't make me keep at it. I can't even say the word. I can't say it. But, I mean, I don't. I've never felt like I was gifted in that way. Um, but before I've you, never had a desire to play a musical instrument. Have you ever had a desire for anything besides coffee and Jesus? I do. I love volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> and the sun. <laughs> All right. So I feel like I just, if I you w- were on a deserted island with nobody, you would have a volleyball and the sun and coffee and Jesus, and that, you would be perfectly content. I would be the, that movie. Who's and the that man that gets okay. shipwrecked in the movie, and he lives Cast with the away. volleyball? Cast oh, away. That's you. It's me. <laughs> that's you. Tom Hanks. <laughs> that would be me. No. Whatever his I mean, is. I'm not saying it was right or wrong. I am. It's what happened, <laughs> and I'm good with it now. Yeah. Um. On the flip side, I'm perfectly fine forcing my kids to do it as well mm-hmm. because I know I know my struggles. Mm-hmm. And so I know them working through the struggles is going to benefit them in the future. Which is my point, exactly. And, you know, at least, I mean, it's hard to say maybe about Oliver and AJ at this point. Well, we do know Oliver is musically inclined. He's, he's he carries gifted. harmony. Very naturally. He's a, he's a natural harmonizer, we learned in the last one, couple of years. One time he was doing it in church. Was yeah. it in church he was doing something? And you looked, I heard something, and I didn't know where it was coming from. And you pointed next to you, yeah, it was he him. Just, like, he just heard it. 
And he does his own thing, and he's funny because he, he goes, he'll go thing. and be like tenor for a minute, and then he'll like drop and be like alto, or I don't know what it is for men, baritone. baritone. Um, so he definitely has talent in that direction, and he he has good rhythm as mm-hmm. well. Um, AJ, you know, is kind of a mystery right now. He mm-hmm. loves to sing he's, though. He's They're all cruising. singers. He's cruising on his he's looks. Just, AJ is cruising on he's his. He's the true baby of the family, like. The true baby. Cruising on cuteness. And he knows it. And he's just good with that. So we'll see about him. But they are I feel like they're all musically gifted in, in at least some areas right now. Mm-hmm. And they're doing well playing instruments. And any struggles that they're having, I think it's beneficial that they work through them right now. And, Those and are my thoughts. I know I'm giving your parents a hard time, but at the same time, I give my parents a hard time. Because... Um, let's see, several of my siblings received piano lessons. However, none of us were pushed to excel in an instrument. My parents were very giving for, they, they tried to support our desires. And so as kids do, you go through seasons of I would like to play this instrument because you saw it on the television or in my case, you're a fan of Elvis as a child or something like that. And so you think, you know, or we also had a lot of musicians come through our church and nothing will inspire a kid to play an instrument more than a kid playing an instrument well. Well, and I will, I'll just, I want to add two things while I'm thinking about it. Um, one, neither of my parents were musically inclined. Like while we were growing up, they didn't Your play dad, for sure. Um, singing wasn't a big thing. So I think that kind of changes that dynamic for children as well. If their parents play instruments, you know, or, you know, they tend to go that way. You know. have that pushed on them. Well, they hear it and they're around it a lot in the yeah. house. And then also... Just to defend my mother, because I know she's going to listen to this. She was very determined for us to be Mm well-rounded and have experiences at as many things as possible Mm -hmm. to find out what we enjoyed, what we were good at, you know, our gifts, our talents. And so we did everything, everything, Mm -hmm. sports, you did ballet. I did ballet. I did cheerleading. I did, we did um, gymnastics, Hand, ice skating. Handbells. Like she had us in. Hula hooping. Everything she possibly could. Double dutch. Acting. We did like acting classes before. Oh yeah? Oh yeah. We did. I can see that. Plays. I can see the that. city would put on little plays and so we would have parts in the plays. You were a tree. So she honestly, maybe music, you know, wasn't pushed big because they weren't musical, Mm -hmm. but we definitely were involved in a lot of different things. If you hear us having at times two different conversations, (laughs) it's because this is how we talk to one another. (laughs) (laughs) I I say things to try to get her off the conversation (laughs) or off the topic, but of course, we defend your mom. She's sweet. Uh, <laughs> my parents are sweet as well. But again, let me go back to my parents. 
And but you also had a very large family, so it was probably mm-hmm. hard for your parents to get all of you oh, involved yeah, they, in different things and yeah. take people here and there. Yeah, we had to I mean, share. That's a lot as well. Yeah, yeah, we had to share shoelaces. Um, <laughs> yeah, they tried. If we had an interest, and I, and, I, and I can explain it this way, I had an interest. I saw the neighborhood neighborhood kids playing baseball. Our, we never played our our family never played neighborhood league sports right city or county league sports mm-hmm. parks and rec parks and rec whatever we never did that we played whatever programs our school was doing because mm-hmm. it fit into the schedule yeah you practice it at school you're with adults that you know you trust things like that mm-hmm. but i saw neighborhood kids playing baseball and i wanted to play and mom put me in she found it and uh she found it in the budget, and I remember going, never having played baseball before, and I was probably 10 or 11, and they let me play, and I enjoyed it right out there in the outfield. <laughs> <laughs> Had a good time. Then I wanted to play the guitar, and so for Christmas, I got a guitar. I told you I was a fan of Elvis, so I got a black guitar. And uh, with the guitar was uh, so many free lessons. Um, she bought so many free lessons. And she said, try it out. Take the lessons. And if you want to keep doing it, we'll keep doing it. And so we tried it out. And I, if I was to be honest, I would say I practiced just enough to go back to the class. But I don't like the... I don't like the the work you have to put into being good. I mean, it's not that I don't like it. I was a kid. I had I needed to be pushed. I don't know that kids naturally say, oh, I'm going to sit down and do this scale 50 times because I'm going to be good one day. Some do. They have to be pushed. Some do. 99% of kids have to be pushed, right? They do. They, Some are just have that innate drive to succeed on their own. But yes, I would say well, the majority. Well, even with Callie enjoying the piano, how many times have we heard her doing a scale and then all of a sudden, yeah, but two how minutes many later, times do we have to tell her to go practice? I understand, but then two minutes no, no, no. later, how many times do we have to tell her to go don't practice? She dare no, 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 no me. No, no, no. <laughs> Answer the question. I don't know. No, you tell me. You do know. <laughs> I don't know. How many times I, have you had to go tell judge, her to practice? Judge zero. I have never zero. Let me put it this way: all I can say is I've never had to tell her to go practice zero. So I can't answer for you. She does it on I, her own. I don't. I cannot judge you. She enjoys it. <laughs> okay. Well, she does. But what I was saying is, there are scales. There's there's work that you got to put in. And she, I might hear her doing those. But then in a few minutes, I hear her playing something, and I'll go in and I'll say, "Is that something you're supposed to be practicing?" And she'll say no. And what she's doing is she's trying to pick something out by ear. She's playing by ear off in La La Land. She's playing Christmas music, you know, now because that's what she has but on she's her mind. Doing her lessons as well. She's I practicing know. her lessons. And I then know. she's learning things on her own because she enjoys it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, our thing said limited space remaining. Are you kidding me? Already again? Well, it says 14 minutes, so we'll be all right. Man, we go through these cards quick. Callie does practice on her own and she does like to play the piano so i will say i think she's going to be very good and thank you aunt sarah for contributing to that thank you even though i fail 
every time. And answering your text no, message. Kidding. You do. And getting on the lesson. My bad. <laughs> um, I will say that your children doing music lessons, it's a lot on the parents as well. And I think Amen. that contributes to a lot of kids dropping off. <laughs> yeah, because parents are like, oh, you don't want to do it? Okay. I mean, it's a lot. You've got to make them practice most of the time. Mm-hmm. You've got to get them to lessons. You have to pay for the lessons. Yep. The know. instruments, when they break, There's when they break strings. That goes into it on the parents' side of things that may make it difficult for the children to continue as well. You know my least favorite thing about parenting a um, kid in music class is when you go to music class and the class that we go to, the instructor makes us, mandates that the parents are in the room with them, not for security, but for accountability. The parents have to be in the room. So guess what happens? When the kid can't do the part they're supposed (laughs) to be practicing all week, he doesn't look at you, but you feel it. You feel like you failed. You feel like you failed. (laughs) I'm sorry. And by the end of class, you're saying, now what does he need to practice? I'll make sure he practices. And so it pushes you to make sure you're on top of things. Otherwise, the way this instructor thinks is you're wasting his time yeah and uh even though it is somewhat it's in a community program so we're blessed in the fact that uh, there's a foundation that uh, it's a music society and a large amount of the the, um, fees are raised through support and so we were able to get into that program and, and it's a huge blessing because that offsets a lot of costs but even still they expect you to pay something because uh, of just, I don't want to use the word accountability, um, ownership um, of it. And so, again, you could be wasting their time. And so the teachers will come down pretty hard on the kids, you know, which is good. I think it's good. They're not there to be their friends. They're there to be their instructor. And they're never mean to the kids. But they're very honest with the kids and say, no, you did not practice and you need to be practicing this week because I take time out of my schedule to come. <laughs> they do. And it's good. And that's uh, if, if your kid has any kind of heart at all, any not heart, if they have any ounce of respect for authority, just just a little bit will get them to feel bad about the lack of practice and they'll go home and practice. And you'll notice if they if they feel bad because they might not want to go back. But uh, you got to keep them going. You got to force them to go. Yeah. Well, and also because we homeschool, we're able to include it in part of their day. So they finish their assignments for the day, their schoolwork, but their school day is not over until they've had that time of practicing their instruments. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very happy with our instructors and everything. You? Yes. <laughs> um it's funny we had to pause it for a second and when we came back there was somebody driving by in rap music so yeah so it's the end of their school day they practice their instruments and that finishes out their school day yeah that's the way to do it you got to include it in their school day yep you can't make them you can't let them take a break and then let them do it before or after dinner it's it just doesn't happen well. doesn't you get distracted Kids enjoy playing into the twilight, you know, and then you got to bring them in and then they're not in the right mindset to be, I was going to say studious, (laughs) to be studious. Uh, So, yeah, got to work on it. Hey, Trista, before we close down, just a couple things I wanted to make mention of. First of all, did you know we hit a milestone? Another one. Yep. We had our very first 
advertisement purchase. Oh. Yep. We advertised for Monate. I can never say it. We advertised for Monate. And uh, somebody responded and said, hey, I just put in my order. Nice. So that's awesome. Nice. That's great. So that's so cool. Hope we can do that for some other people. And then uh, we had a couple of responses to our show uh, or past shows rather. And one of them was that there is a recipe out there for Chick-fil-A sauce. Really? Really. And this person has made Chick-fil-A sauce. And he says, is it as good? Nope, but real close and better than selling five years of your life or your firstborn child <laughs> to get it. So thank you so Send much. Send the recipe our Yeah, way. that's my problem with people like this. Send it. They're all about flexing their muscles, but then they leave out the part we actually care about. I mean, I'm sure I could Google it. Which is the right. recipe. Anyways, yeah. And then his wife made fried chicken tenders with the homemade Chick-fil-A sauce. I'm all for it. recipe too. Which is amazing because I'm pretty sure they live around (laughs) Chick-fil-A. They might not, but y'all are true fans. Which reminds me, if you live around Chick-fil-A, are you participating in the point system? I'm hearing that there's a point system. We don't live near Chick-fil-A, so we're not. Are you participating in a point system? If you are, let us know. Trista, where can they let us know at? Explicitly us at gmail.com. Exactly. And then also, before we close... We've been told by listeners that they want us to have more word of the day. What? They want more word of the day. So, Trista, you got to get on the word of the day. Next week. You promise? I got it. You promise? I'm not going to promise, but I got it. You got it. Next week. If you don't, we're going to lose listeners. So, make sure it's a good one. Maybe we need to bring two or three just to catch up. All right. Love you. Do my best. Love you. Thank you for joining us on the Explicitly Us podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please do. You'll be the first to listen to our show when it's released every Monday. See you next time on Explicitly Us.